Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries, Aurora, and I want to thank you for joining me on the first episode in the year 2022. As we ended last year, I encourage you with the words that this is a new year, but we have the same consistent, wonderful God. So today I want to encourage you to cast out away your confidence, to have confidence in God that no matter what you face in this year, he will bring you through it because he's done it before. So please enjoy this episode I call Have Confidence in God. Have confidence in God. Confidence is defined as the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. And in the Hebrew, it's defined as assurance. And so as we begin to start off our new year, we want to make sure we have the complete and extreme confidence in the true and living God ability to take care of us this year, just like he has done before. Now, confidence is based not on just emotions or wants and desires. Our confidence is based on our experience and knowledge of the true and living God. If I had confidence or, or a person, place, or thing. So if I had confidence in, um, in, a, in a family member, it's because I have an experience and a knowledge of them in a situation. If I have confidence in my favorite athlete, it's because I've seen them do something that lets me know they can do it again. And so likewise, our confidence in a true living God has to be based upon our knowledge and experience with him, you know, and, and also what we know about his word. So today we're going to look at a familiar text um, to many. It's the story of the Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace. And we're going to see the complete extreme confidence they had in God's ability to deliver them and how that confidence Change the kingdom that they were in. Let's take a look at um, Daniel chapter 3. We'll read verses 14 through 18. Then we'll jump down to verses 23. All right, let's go. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto thee, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Now, if ye be ready, at that time, at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, the harp, the suckbutt, the psalter, and the dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the image which I have made. Well, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And who is that God? that shall deliver you out of my hands. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said unto the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Verse 23. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, 
fell down bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Verse 28. Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who had sent his angel and delivered his servant that trusted in him, and have changed and changed the king's words and yielded their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any god except their own. Therefore, I make a decree that every people, nation, and language which speak anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces, and the houses shall be made a dunghill, because there is no other God that can deliver after this sort. Look at that wonderful story. As we've heard it before, I love the fact that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had complete confidence that God was able to deliver them out of the hand of Nebuchadnezzar. Because he asked the question, Nebuchadnezzar asked the question, who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? So Nebuchadnezzar had complete confidence in his ability to destroy these young men, to punish these young men. But they had complete confidence that their God could deliver them. That confidence was based on their knowledge of God and their experience with God thus far in their lifetime. Remember, they were captured, placed in the Babylon, and then you remember that was a, Nebuchadnezzar, you know, he was really kind of moody because he had the dream, couldn't figure it out, and then said, you know, he was going to kill everybody that couldn't interpret the dream. These three brothers prayed with Daniel, and they got interpretation of the dream. These three brothers were also with Daniel when he decided not to eat the king's food. And they saw that miracle. So they had confidence that God would take care of them. Plus, they knew how God had brought their, their forefathers out of, out of Egypt. So they had confidence that this God that they served could deliver them. Likewise, you and I have to have extreme, complete confidence in the consistently consistent awesomeness of our God. God is able to do exceed and abundantly. God is able to supply all our needs. God is a healer, a miracle worker, whatever it is. He's I am that I am. So that means he answers all the questions. And, you know, he fills in all the blanks. God is whatever we need because he's just that good. And that's where our confidence has to be. Look, as a believer, we have confidence in God. Guess what? Our salvation starts with confidence. Our salvation starts with confidence in God. Scripture says this, if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised from the dead, we shall be saved. But with a heart of man, believe it. So you believe it in your heart. You are the assurance that God is the son, that Jesus was the son of God, that he died for your sins and mine, that he rose on the third day with all power in his hands. And so when we have that confidence that Christ did that, 
It shouldn't be hard for you to have confidence in anything else. I have confidence that we have confidence in believers that he's forgiven our sins. He's delivered us from the power of the enemy. So if I have the confidence to believe in the saving power of Christ, I have that enough confidence to go forward and believe that there is nothing too hard for God. Look, the scripture says this. Cast not away your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience. For after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. So you got to have confidence because you need to have a little patience to see what God is going to do. You have a little patience to wait to see how God will deliver you. See, if you don't have confidence, you will act on your own. You'll move too fast. You won't wait. But when I have confidence, it's, I know he's coming. I know he's going to do it. He's an on-time God. He's always on time. And so when I have the confidence, I grow in patience. I grow in strength. I grow in maturity. And so we got to have that confidence. We have to understand that we have the assurance that we're the Lord's, that we belong to him, that he's our father, that he's our shepherd, that he's our God, that he's our all in all. We got to have that confidence. Hebrews 3 and 14 says this, we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast until the end. So he said, we're partakers of Christ. But we got to hold on to our confidence. We got to hold on to the assurance that we belong to God. So don't let anything this year, today, this month, shake your confidence that you are a partaker of Christ, that you're God's son, that you're God's daughter. You have, to the spirit, you have the spirit of sonship when you can cry, Abba, Father. When you have confidence, there's nothing that can separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Having confidence that God is able to do it seen in abundance. Having confidence that the scripture says, Behold, I'm the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? This is the confidence we have to walk in. When you face trials, you look at that thing and say, He is the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Remember the scripture says, if you can believe all things are possible. So I can believe that things are possible because I see the truth in the living God working on my behalf. He's did it before. He can do it again. You got to have confidence. If you're a believer, he gave you his Holy Ghost. He gave you his power. He gave you his gifts. He gave you his fruit. Have confidence in that work on the inside. When you work out that soul salvation, that confidence that God has delivered you and initiated hope and initiated love in you, and you have confidence in that work that he's done. There's a song written by Tasha Cobb, and it's called, it's about confidence. But in the song, she says, I have confidence, so much confidence in you. And we got to say that when the enemy starts ministering, when the enemy shows you anything different, begin to sing that song, I have confidence. So much confidence in you. And look at God's track record. Look back over your life. Remember all the hills, the valleys, all the good things, all the bad. Begin to look at those things and move forward in confidence. God is able to do it. There is nothing too hard for him. So now, since I have need of patience, we're going to wait for God to do it. But we're going to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. For we have confidence. Look. 
Thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I hope something I said today will encourage you to have confidence in God because he will bring you through it. Just trust him because he's able. God bless you. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.